0: show them how comedy's done that's what i'll do at 6 18 in the morning
1: in a pair of sweatpants it's not 6 18
0: it is 6 18 no. you, you were late christian i was like the, 15 minutes late 10 minutes 15 oh, it was 11 by the time you walked in here 15
1: and what did i do i sat over here for 10 minutes before you even walked that's over
0: because by the time you got here i was like i'm already doing my thing i'm gonna finish doing my thing that's fine that's not what people are here for they're here for haunting last words christian welcome back to the freaky deaky this week you'll be joining us on a hair-raising journey into the chilling world of haunting last words brace yourselves dear listeners for a riveting expedition where reality and the supernatural intertwine in an intricate dance of uncertainty in the dimly lit corridors of history we unearth haunting tales of final utterances that leave a lasting impression we'll see you on the inside we are now entering the realm of the freaky deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality. About time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Wow. Interestingly enough, that wasn't one of them, but one of them was, I didn't put it in the episode, but now it's making its way into the episode, was this woman who apparently leaned into her husband while he was dying and said, you can beat cancer. And she said, you got away with murder. You can beat this and like literally like the nurse was like what the f-? but like apparently she whispered it to her husband like, but loud enough to where someone else picked up on it i'm like damn dude and that's kind of why i thought this would be a good episode was because you know there's a lot of historical ones and i picked out a few to start the episode with but for the most part there's some crazy last words out there and some of them gonna be honest terrifying i have a question for you and the listeners what would your last words be it'd probably be some stupid like everyone thinks they're in the zombie movie right and that they're the hero of the movie. But some people just die when they step outside. And that's, that would probably be my luck. In mm. the zombie ap- or like a giant tree branch would just fall off a tree and knock me in the head and kill me. So you wouldn't get any last words? My last words would be something stupid like, hey, are you going to finish this Oval Team? Oh my God, Oval Team. Yeah. And, they're, and then they're going to be like, what? And then they're going to see on the floor, and be like, oh, I'm going to tell people maybe it was something a little more cinematic. I, ha-
1: I have what I would say if you were in the room. Scott. Ghost surreal? No. Scott, it's really hot here. An There's FBI. a lot of fire. Yeah. But they said, when you get here, we can do the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and I would say they're referring to an old governor of Wisconsin, completely different Scott Walker. It's not your boy. Mm. Is that the bald-headed guy? Do I look like I know what he looks like? Yeah, I don't really know. I have no idea. I just know when I was living in Vegas, there was a number of bumper stickers on cars that surprisingly said, I stand with Scott Walker. And I was just behind them, nodding my head like, Yeah, yeah, I bet you do.
1: Well, who wouldn't? According to my last words, you'll be standing in hell with me. Hmm,
0: we'll see. I'll be standing.
1: Actually, let's turn get back to the bumper sticker. I'll be standing
0: in hell with Scott Walker. Scott Walker, yeah. Sure. You can try to drag me to hell, Sam Raimi style, if you want, but guess what? Did he make that movie? He did, I believe. Actually, Mm -hmm. I might have been right on the money with that. Fantastic movie, too, by the way. That is one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm, I might have to watch that again. China's Gone for the Day. Maybe i watch that with Atlas. Please no. don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's crying nonstop. She gets home. What'd you do? We just watched Drag Me to Hell. He learned about demons. We watched one of Sam Raimi classics, and she's like, Spider-Man? And I'm like, no, no, no. Drag Me to Hell. You know the one. Guys, welcome back to the show. We're here once again to share our infinite wisdom and no that's wow my infinite Out, wisdom oh even worse even less so Ooh, yeah mm. does that sound like infinite wisdom to you or what about this christian demon
1: hand on my buttocks <laughs> does that sound <laughs> wise depends
0: on the demon man that's you in hell just sitting there demon hand on my buttocks and you would say it with that cadence, too. And that, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't be excited about it or over the top, crazy, scared about You'd just be like, there's a demon hand on my buttocks. You know, I might be excited, but you can't let the demons know. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You little tease. No, it's fine. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So this week, we're doing something a little different. I forget who's... Oh, I think you know what it was? I think it was uh, mentioning Anton LaVey's final words. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to look up some other final words and tell you what, man, look, the historical ones are kind of good and like, you know, solid. But some of the people that just like post shit that they heard while they're working in hospitals or whatever, that is insane. Like I got some that like gave me complete goosebumps because I'm like, oh, God, I don't even want to picture that. No, thanks. And so that, I, thought, I was like, this is going to be a fun episode. I do want to start this off before we get into the episode. I want to talk about and we kind of mentioned it in the last episode. But if you want to support the show and you don't have the financial means, hey, look, In this economy, I get it. All right, truly. Christian, can you agree? I can agree. He can. There's a really easy solution. You can still help us grow and get the word out and even help us monetize to a certain extent, which would, you know, if anything, just buy us more time to research and look into this podcast and grow it out. And that is to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we have a podcast on there, episodes release on YouTube every week as well. If you just, even if you don't want to listen to it, but you want to help, lower your volume down and just play through that entire podcast beginning to end. All day long. We're probably like 1500 hours, like watch hours away from getting completely monetized on YouTube. And that is kind of something we wanted to do so that we can push out advertising on the show a little later. You know, if we start making money doing something, we can push the ads out or trying to get advertisers and make that a little further down the road. But we need your help to do that. Just binge through all of those videos, the bonus videos, the episodes, whatever. Guys, everything helps and we'll be eternally grateful. Also, the time is closing out. To leave your dreams via voicemail and email for the episode with my mother, which is coming up soon. So, yeah, get those dreams into us, nightmares, whatever they are, honestly. If you want to have them interpreted by my mom, who did that for quite some time, now's your chance. Send them in. The voicemail line is 801 997 0051. Or you can submit it to the gang at the freakydehe.com. Just put a subject of dreams or something like that. Who knows? Everything else you can find at Freakydehe Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, YouTube. And at TFC Paranormal on TikTok. I believe that's the whole kit and caboodle right there, right? That's the whole shebang. The whole shebang. She's out there. Ooh. Let's get into the episode, huh? And we are actually going to start this off with some creepy, famous last words. Before we get into the first-hand accounts that I found as well. And this is uh, the one that jump-started it all, Anton Levey. The king of demons. That is a phrase that you gave him that is incorrect, but we'll allow it. Anyway, if you're unaware of who Anton Levey is, he was the founder of the Church of Satan. He was also an actor. Which, weird combination. I guess when you don't get jobs anymore, you're like, you know what? I'll do whatever you want, Dark Lord. Just please put me back in the limelight. I thought it was like,
1: I just Dark Lord, I do not want to wait tables. Give me mm-hmm. a sign. There you go. And then the Dark Lord communicated the satanic Bible through his mm. demon
0: mind. Wow. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So the famous Satanist Anton Xander LeVay. I think his middle name was Xander. It starts with an S, though. It's S-Z, which sander How, who who cares who cares fuck that guy am i I'm right? not even sure that any of that is his real name anyway hmm yeah it's probably just chad so yeah anton sander LeVay's last deathbed words were oh my oh my what have i done are you serious there's something very wrong there's something very wrong there's something very wrong yeah oops yeah, exactly. You think Jesus was just sitting there with his like hands on his hips and shaking his head? now, like, ah, you did it this time, Anton. Fun fact, he didn't really believe in Satan. Okay, well, you can say that, but still starting the Church of Satan, you're definitely getting the ball rolling in a very bad direction. That's for another episode, though. I know. I was like, I refuse to get into a 30-minute Satanism debate with you, 10 minutes into the episode. Eventually, we're going to get into to Satanic stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. sure.
1: No, I yeah, mean my we'll, favorite. Let's well, get into it. We're going to do something like that on the podcast, but we got yeah.
0: it's got to be fun. That's right. It's got to be. The people have to be entertained. So yeah, I thought that was interesting just because and there's a couple other ones where it's like, ugh, I don't know, man. I don't know what could he, right. I mean, what have I done? Yeah, that's the first thing. Going up to the man upstairs and like, oh, hey, what's up? I know I totally marketed entirely too often your you evil side. What it, side, but... it,
1: what it would probably was, was the fact that he recruited um, Jane Mansfield. Mm. And she eventually died a tragic death that people linked to her involvement
0: in the Church of Satan. Yeah, that's probably what it was. His entire life encapsulated into that one moment to where when he was dying, he's like, what have I done? Now, I think uh, something is very wrong. Repeated three times. I don't know, man. Got some creepy vibes to it. What if the afterlife was just
1: decorated in pink and, you know, he likes his black satin? Ooh.
0: (laughs) Now Christian's done making a mockery of the whole thing.
1: Making a mockery of the Church of Satan.
0: Which is fine, actually. Um, (laughs) This next one is Alfred Hitchcock. Ooh, that's a good... Oh, I guess I do make that sound. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> yeah, there you go uh, who knew you thought it was all ai it was not yeah the legendary filmmaker died of natural causes in 1980 at the age of 80 as hitchcock was dying he reportedly said one never knows the ending one has to die to know exactly what happens after death although catholics have their hopes <laughs> which is very funny but not nearly as dark but also kind of a little dark. Actually my favorite that I didn't add because it wasn't creepy at all was uh Winston Churchill's. And I'm pretty sure that was something along the lines of I've gotten very bored of it all, or I'm very bored of it all, or something like that. And I'm like, that's such a that's probably what some shit I would say. But like, oh, just whatever, I'm bored of it. But
1: the, the actual te- phrasing was two volumes of mm. thousand
0: page, you know, yeah. like manuscripts. And they're like, Well let's just clip this little snippet out. We'll use that. He was a little long-winded. Did he die in the bathtub? I believe so. And he actually had a ghost experience. I think President Lincoln, I think he saw the ghost of Lincoln one time when he was getting out of the bathtub mm. at the White House. And I believe his words were something along the lines of, you seem to have me at a disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. Like, But yeah, super Super witty. Dude. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Bad but. politician, but... Mm, Christian, you think everyone's a bad politician. A good World War II leader. Except for the bad politicians, you think they're great. The final one from the celebrity side of things is, of course, Emily Dickinson. Do you even know who she is? Do I even know who she is? Of course. Who doesn't know who Emily Dickinson is? Uh, A lot of people probably these days. Wow. I don't know, man. Those books are still, like, in schools for the most part. Oh, wait. I was thinking Angie Dickinson. Yeah, so. I was wrong. Well, that's not a first, is it? Um, The renowned American poet... Died of Bright's disease in 1886, and in her final days, she was only able to write brief notes to her niece. Dickinson's final message contained the words, I must go in. The fog is rising. Ooh, po- poet till the end. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Now now it's in my <laughs> no, brain. I'll probably say it's, it the whole episode. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, <laughs> just nonstop. I've already conditioned you. Rough, rough. Yeah, like Schrodinger's cat. Wait, that's not the right one, is it? Pop. What's the dog? Pavlov's <laughs> dog, yeah. Too many animals in science, so I can't keep up. I mean, we're up. not even sure. If Schrodinger's cat, yeah, I know, you're right. Yeah. You're right, you're right. So anyway, those are some interesting ones. I, the majority of this episode, I wanted to be not well-known names, because I feel like that's too easy. And I feel like people that are super famous, they kind of plan for that shit. Like, yeah. there's gotta be something, something heavy. Like, I forget who it was. There was some leader or something like that where apparently his last words, he leaned in and whispered to his wife, tell him I said something great. And I was like, wow, those are some great last words, actually. Now that you think about it. I'm going to use those. I take back what I was going to say. Which was all hail, supreme dark lord. And then. No, podcasting in hell with you. Oh, yeah. Well, people wouldn't really get that reference outside of our little bubble here. But I appreciate, yeah, that I would be included in your final, final thoughts. I'll take you to hell. Okay. Well, that's very sweet, Christian. Thank you. Be a vacation. Mm, we can disagree to disagree. Bring sunscreen. Wow. There's not a sun down there. There's some suns down there. I don't there. think there's so much help with SPF 50 when it comes to raining fire. You know what I mean? Probably not as effective. Good music, though. Probably. Yeah. But we also don't know what heaven music's like. They probably got instruments you never heard of, and, you're just, and it's just like washes over your ears. I'm rocking. Spiritual ears. I'm rock and roll. Wow. Good music's in hell. That's true. Christian rock never really pulled through. No, it didn't. There there were some bands you'd listen to, back. this is hella good. And then some were like, hmm. What is it? (laughs) P.O.D.? P.O.D. I never got into P.O.D., but pretty much every one of my friends did.
1: I mean, they were pretty good rockers.
0: Yeah, they were rockers. Let's move into some first-hand accounts, shall we? This one is from Liz Nine. I had a cousin that had cancer and died when he was a little kid. Trigger warning. I don't like the story. Post-trigger warning. Sorry. He once asked her mother why all these people visited, and she said, because your cousins, aunts, and uncles love you very much and want you to get better. And he answered, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the other ones that visit me at night. Mm -mm. Now, that's when you leave the room. You're like, you know what? You're on your own. I mean, why is that scary? Because they visit him at night, dude. I mean, maybe it's angels, sure. And they come in, they sing like chorus lines and whatnot. And and the wind, the saints, you know, and all that stuff. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I told you, music in heaven's not cool. Speak for yourself. That is a banger, especially when they get lively into it. They're like dancing all about. Uh, The
1: way you're moving, you're giving me images of that, what the Warner Brothers frog, hello, my baby. Well, that's exactly
0: the the vibe I was going for. Yeah. (laughs) Ragtime gal. Why wow. uh, not? This one is from McLovin is awesome. It says, I had this patient who had a stroke. After that, he recovered fine, but did get pneumonia like four weeks into his recovery. The last words he said to me was at four in the morning. He said, you took his girl and you will burn in hell for it. And at the time, I actually took a girlfriend from a friend of mine. And somehow he knew. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very creepy. I don't know. Do you think when you're getting closer, like to piercing that veil, right, that you just have knowledge on things or like, how does that have, do you think it's like a, a post-mortem Google setup pretty much? Or you are just like, what's up with this guy in front of me? Or like Google, wearing Google Glass from four years ago that definitely didn't take off and you just see information about people. Is it something like, how would, without that being just like whispered in his ear, like, hey, this guy stole his friend's girlfriend. How would you know that? I think maybe
1: the messages are sent and the choice is you say this, you get to take the elevator. You just Mm. go and don't say what I'm telling you to say to this evil kid that's took his friend's
0: girl. You have to take the stairs. Yeah, stairway to heaven, man. And Mm. it's a long way. I was wondering where you're going with that. It was going up highly unlikely, but yeah. no, that'd be, I don't know. I don't know how people like, there's, like I said, some creepy ones where if I heard that at work, mind you, the place that I go to make a living and then I came home and sat alone in like a one bedroom apartment and just thought about that, but I think I need to break up with my girlfriend, you know, sometimes the universe sends you messages in strange ways. Yeah, it wasn't even just like, hey, you're a bad person for doing that. It's like, you will burn in hell for this. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, God, even all the good things I've done.
1: I mean, it could just be random. He's really reliving a part of his life. Mm. And this.
0: it just happens to sync up with what this yeah, dude's doing. Th- he's like, whoa. This guilt-ridden guy
1: because mm-hmm. of what he did to his friend. True. He broke the bro code. That is true, yeah. And the bro you know,
0: code is you know, very... It'll haunt you unless you're a bad bro. Don't be a bad bro. Sounds like Barney Stinson. Who's that? Wow. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. Neil Patrick Harris. Come on, man. I mean, I don't know their their names. The show's funny, though. Yeah. See, you, we need to get you on board with watching more comedy shows so we can, like, fine-tune your timing and your delivery, and then there you go. Then this show is unstoppable. Because right now, it's just me berating you with a bunch of funny stuff and you saying, Ooh. You know what I mean? I, I disagree with that. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. All right, don't watch the funny shows. Christian, don't have the time of your life. Lighthearted, and enjoying the few good moments in a day. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy many mom- good moments during the day. Mm. Mm. This one is from Remote Consequence 9. Apparently there was eight remote consequences before this. The cat. There you go. The final remote consequence. Mm-hmm. Worked in the dementia ward for the VA. An elderly gentleman was in his dying stages. Family had gathered to say their final goodbyes. All of a sudden we heard screams coming from his room. We rush in to see this, all but pronounced dead man sitting up in bed kicking, punching, and screaming. Get them away from me. No, no, they're here. No. Mind you, this man hasn't moved in days. After that, Guy goes limp and flatlines. We stand there not believing what what we stand there not believing what just happened. I looked at the other aide, and we were both too shocked to react. Family just left in silence. That's also my no one believes but is 100% true story. Wow. Yeah. What a way to go. You know what's really creepy is that that's not the only story where people are saying, "No, they're here. They're here. Like, don't let them take me. Don't let me." I don't know, man. Like whatever's on the other side is can be either very beautiful or very terrifying. Just from the encounters that I've uh, gathered here today. Maybe it's We're just, gathered here today.
1: No. you know, like the kid's story, the leukemia kid, wait, was it leukemia? The kid that died of cancer Wow, Christian. that you mentioned earlier could just be the people that come to take you, to help you find your way to work, to the afterlife. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, your brain's still working at that point. So you, your normal fear, fears might jump in and totally make it sound a lot more scarier than it is. Yeah. And, it, and in the end, like this guy, you know, he he went on, but now everybody that was standing there is slightly terrified of the afterlife.
0: I know. They're just like, well, this is unsettling. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming in. We'll get him shipped <laughs> out in a box or whatever. We'll see you later. His daughter all of a sudden tells her husband, "Uh,
1: honey, we got to go back to church.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's the. There was this one that I was reading and it was by an atheist. And he said he heard, he, I forget what it was exactly what he heard. And he was like, I'm an atheist, but this... Sticks with me like this has stuck with me since it happened, which is fine. Get yourself right with God, you heathens, but it's fine. Like, what am I? Who am I to say? You
1: know oh. the the good thing about the good thing for atheists and the thing they will never admit. In the end, it they never can, really mattered. They can still oh. fall back on God because that's part of the society they grew up in. It's easy for them to be like their last words. Like all of a sudden, like where's the help, priest? Yeah, help me out
0: here. Yeah, and I read, I I read, <laughs> yeah. no. I, I talked to some, I think it was at the fair or something like that. There was one of those Christian booths that like you walk by, they're like, hey, friend, can I talk to you about Christ? And you're like, hey, friend, I already know the guy, but whatever. You know, they wrote China and I in at one point and their belief of it was doesn't matter what you do, as long as you accept Christ and what he said, you get in. And it was like the whole, the concept of constant sin and never getting out of sin or whatever. He was like, so as long as you believe in Jesus and you do this, even if you stray away, you're still welcome in the kingdom of heaven. I'm like, that is a very beautiful way to put it. I don't know if it's accurate, but thank you for that. That makes probably a lot of people feel a lot better. But I'm not one of those people and I am nervous all the time. Good day, sir. And then I stormed off and China was just alone. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't leave her. It's fine. And leave her with the crazy religious people, uh, Christian. We don't like to call people crazy on this podcast. I don't know if you've understood the subjects that we cover, but most of them sound "quote unquote" pretty crazy.
1: If you can do anything and still, oh, I, I, I like Jesus get mm-hmm. into heaven.
0: Yeah, it that's like, a oh, crazy. I know this guy. Yeah,
1: and he like, and then a week later after you, after this person gets in, supposedly gets into heaven. They're like, ah, uh, we just found his DNA on 20 murders. 70 times seven, my friend, all
0: right? Is that
1: like a religious thing?
0: Yeah, man, it's 100%. It's how many times you're supposed to forgive your brother, forgive someone that has wronged you. So it's pretty much say, don't just do it, you know, turn constantly turn the other cheek pretty much. Like no matter what they do to you, forgive them as your Lord has forgiven you. Is that what you do? No, no. I was going to say, I am. About as far away as being the ideal Christian man as... You can possibly be i hear your stories of just driving home and to work and i'm like oh yeah dude let it go let it go jesus in the back seat like wow man take a breath you know if,
1: if I was driving with you, I'd be playing that song all the time, Let It Go.
0: Jesus, take the wheel Oh, I don't know that song. Neither do I, but that's probably how it sounds. Yeah, and if you played Let It Go every time you're in the car with me, I would let you go. Okay, <laughs> you would not be in the car with me for too long. But you know what? You're right, Christian, I got to let it go.
1: I have played that song when I was a supervisor before. That sounds,
0: s- nobody is surprised to hear that. Yeah, when somebody would come in and they would be like,
1: oh, so-and-so did this to me, I'm like. Is that
0: it? No. Yeah. It was- you sing along with it they're just like wow this is not helpful <laughs> thank you very cool it always got a laugh though yeah and every time the song
1: builds you're just over there like "Ooh, mm-hmm. you know that sound would go good with the demon touching my butt oh it's right next to each other demon hand on my buttocks Ooh,
0: mm-hmm. puts <laughs> its hand on my butt Ooh, how many butt references you think i got from you hopefully, hopefully a few there's yeah you're actually right right on the money a few and over the last couple episodes, you have said so many things that I was able to piece together the most inappropriate sound bites of all time. Those those will be in a freaky deaky after dark. Yeah, even more inappropriate than you saying not black men and black men, which I've used multiple times, but I don't think it's loaded, so I can't use it right now, but it's fine. Good. I'm tired of the NAACP calling us. That's right.
1: Heinous. Heinous, huh? Yeah. Sounds totally different after the puts puts the hand on the butt reference yeah it sounds
0: a lot more like anus anyway let's uh, get into this next one before i use some of the really inappropriate sound bites let's talk about death but that wasn't the one i wanted but it worked it still worked hold on obviously ghosts are real <laughs> that's a good one that's a classic god uh-huh. i have so much fun with this so much fun Anyway, let's get into this next one, shall we? They say, I actually have three that stick out of my mind. An 83-year-old woman that said, my mom's here. Are we going? <laughs> Which would be hilarious to witness. You're like, yeah, I guess you are. Have a good time, champ. <laughs> she died a few minutes later. Another lady said, I think I'm going to die today. We took vitals, everything seemed fine. She was stable. She had a heart attack a couple hours later. Not her last words, but the last she ever said to me. The last one is definitely the creepiest. A nice old lady who told my CNA she wanted to wear all white. When asked why, she said, the man in black is here. She looked in the corner of the room. The CNA looked, but there was no one there. That's when I came into the room. We asked her to describe what she was seeing, and she said, Johnny Cash. Yeah, she actually said, (laughs) yeah, he's walking a line or something like that. (laughs) No, I said, he's in all black, and he's got a top hat on. Then she whispered, and his eyes are red. While her eyes moved across the room to directly behind the CNA like she was watching him move closer to us. She died later that night, but it was unexpected. That room creeped me out for a long time after that. I they changed my last words. To, uh, what's that behind you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's that creepy ass big thing behind you? I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just... All right. Since you're taking a drink. I need to pour some coffee. Oh, God. It's Christian's coffee pouring moment. Find a little elevator music for everything you do?
1: Yeah. Like, jeez, I need therapy after recording with you. The beans might come. Coffee beans. Can I offer you a can of beans in these trying times? Every time you do this, I get I see all the Facebook posts. I know, man. But people really love you, Christian. That's why they do it. It's like uh, being a child again in... Generation X. Love love is different when you're being abused. So that's what that feels like. (laughs) I can't believe I said that. Sounded so wrong.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, those two would go together. Hold on a second. Demon hand on my buttocks. So that's what that feels like. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, we could actually start making full stories out of these. That's nice. Batman and a demon hand on your buttocks coming together as one. This next one says, I had an old lady flag me down in the hallway a few days before she died, and with her emaciated face and bulging eyes, she said, You know where I'm going. I asked her what she meant, and she repeated herself, You know where I'm going when I die, and it ain't up. I was taken aback and asked her if she wanted to talk with the priest we have on staff. She took her head and said, It's too late for that. And I imagine her taking a drag from a cigarette while she says that. She's like, It's too late for that, But since
1: she's in a hospital, she just put up her oxygen mask inside really quick. Take some
0: whippets or something.
1: I don't know what whippets are,
0: but I've heard it thrown
1: around enough. It's a dog. Breed of dog. It's like a miniature greyhound. Yeah. That's what I'm taking. (laughs) You're
0: smoking the whippets after they're done racing. Yeah. Anyway. A few days later. So she said it's too late for that. A few days later, she was eating her supper and started screaming. She yelled, fire, fire. There's fire everywhere. She died a few hours later, quite suddenly. I didn't sleep that night, and I really hope her soul found some rest. That's creepy. That's really, especially if you're the one that she told that to. You're like, oof. Everyone else is just like, yeah, I guess she's crazy. And you're just like, or the alternative. You know, what's kind of crazy is that people
1: look at, say, that generation that that I'm Mm. assuming we're talking about um, as that and that time period as being so wholesome. I'm like, uh, she probably killed her, mm. her loved ones, possibly, possibly, and, yeah. And she knows what's coming, yeah. Or she's just losing it. That is also an option. Yeah. Mm. Scary for the people around though. That would be that would that would be traumatizing if somebody I cared about said something like, or just anybody said something like that and then died. And I don't even believe in hell. I know. Yeah.
0: But but, but that's the thing. Like even the atheist was like, yeah, I don't believe in any of that stuff, and even it stuck with me. So I still wouldn't believe in hell if I heard that, but I'd be like, the hell did she see? Yeah, exactly. I I might believe
1: in that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There's just a really like creepy, I don't know even how to describe, but just knowing that someone said their last words to you or said something really ominous and then passed away. Like, I don't know how I would personally handle that. I don't think it would be well though. I I don't think I would be like, that's fine. Yeah, I'd be like, thanks a lot, God. Be like, okay, well, I guess uh, I'm changing everything in my life now. The
1: end. I'd be like, God, why can't you just speak directly to me? Yeah, why do you have to speak through
0: through dying people with these dark thoughts on their way out? And then, what if God was one of us starts playing? And you're like, oh, finally, <laughs> it's like he wrote this for me. No, like Prince wrote this for me. Did Prince write the original of that?
1: Yeah. Well, he wrote it for. Uh, well, I don't know if he wrote it for, her, but you know, he had so many songs. Yeah.
0: And he- yeah, it's hard for me. Like, when songs get covered 50 times, it's hard for me to be like, the original was this person. I don't think he ever recorded it.
1: Mm. You know, it was like, uh, I don't know, didn't he? He did a song for the Bengals back in the day. I can't remember. Sure. I feel like it was Manic Monday. Just another Manic Monday. Yeah. Wish it was
0: Sunday. Do we know what Prince's last words were? Um, I took too much cold medicine. No. Probably, though, right? No, he's like... That's the purple rain that he didn't want people to know about. <laughs>
1: No, it wasn't cold medicine that killed him. Sorry, Jody. My sister loves Prince. R.I.P. Prince. I wish I could bust out in a Prince you voice. You
0: can. You can, but you choose not to. And you're really taking that away from the people. All right. This next one says ER physician here had m- heard many last words from patients, but the creepiest one has to be of a man who was on his last breaths as he succumbed to renal failure. He said, I see a bright light. Horses. No eyes. No. No, no, I imagine he screamed that last one is how they put it, but yeah, screaming no. As he'd loudly yell, at this point, he was crashing when he suddenly woke up, looked up and with his last breath said, I understand, and he died. We know in the medical field that these situations are provoked by a cascade of neurotransmitters in disarray due to tissue and organ failure. But I sometimes have my doubts and perhaps we are seeing more than we are led to believe. And also all that cascade neurotransmitter disarray tissue stuff is a lie. I don't understand why it can't be both. I think there's, th- I understand the idea of hallucinations, but the idea that every single one of these is just brain kicking off, especially because they've done tests on the brain as it dies, as it down, right? Shutdowns, shuts down, right? I think they just did one that was pretty advanced
1: recently, hmm. scanning the brain as the person died. But yeah, like I said, why can't it be both? Why can't there be some afterlife thing coming through hmm. that just happens to be able
0: to communicate as these neurons are shutting down yeah it's just really weird because you have such a vast variety of stories right like different there's people that see loved ones there's people that see evil crazy shit people see shadow demons in the corner or that's ghost that's fake yeah i just i don't know man like but, there's some people that see tons of people in their rooms like who are all these people yeah Get all these people out of my room. Like what the hell is that? You know what? You know what I mean like what is that, you know? And it's unfortunate like Alfred Hitchcock said that you don't get to know what happens until it happens to you. And that's creepy. If we knew what happened, our lives here would be meaningless. But what if our lives here are already meaningless? They're not. Mm,
1: sometimes it feels that way. I mean, it's supposed to feel that way sometimes, but that's Yeah. There's a reason to be here. Well, everything is technically meaningless outside oh of Oh my gosh. You know,
0: you know, you you, p-
1: you pick on me sometimes, but if you look at the
0: grand scheme of things, everything's meaningless. Everything, everything is meaningless, man. I don't want to sound like Job. Is it Job? Solomon? No, you. I Bible. can't remember who, but, but yeah, everything technically is meaningless. I disagree. It's what's not meaningless is the interactions you have with your fellow man. Okay, it's those connections You're- that you make, but everything outside of that is useless. Like everything we do, Christian, what we're doing right now is useless but guess what
1: it's not we're interacting with our fellow man yeah and that's Mm. fun and sometimes we make them laugh that's right sometimes we we laugh ourselves
0: sometimes we do and
1: sometimes some jackass puts pushes a button and makes me sound like an idiot
0: can i offer you a can of beans in these trying times exactly so see i'm that was a little hippie-ish oh my gosh (laughs) oh god it just never gets old it is a little heinous though. Mm-mm-mm. It's, it's a
1: combination though. Going back to that. It's like when I tell you, you and other people, their brains work in a way that you can see mm-hmm. realities that maybe I can't see. Yes. It would be the same thing. And as you're dying is your brain is doing things that makes you see maybe a dimension we can't see when we're not dying or not on acid or something like yeah. that. Yeah
0: because well, there is some kind of chemical gets released, but I forget there's also, I've heard plenty of theories and like read plenty of theories that people kind of disprove the whole chemical dump thing or like, so it's like I've heard both sides and both sides sound like they're correct. You know, so it's really, it's hard. And that's why you just kind of take these stories with a grain of salt, but the ones that line up are like, you know, make you think or kind of connect with whoever heard it in a way, they're just creepy. And that's the only way. And there's one story in here that, oh, like when I read that, I'm like, well, I don't know how easily I'm going to sleep tonight. Sometimes like this subject makes me think
1: that everybody is going to take something different from the words we're, you know, we're talking about the Mm. last words. And I guess that tells us like, however we take it tells us more about ourselves than the afterlife in a way.
0: Yeah. It does. And we actually want to hear from you guys on what your favorite last words were of the episode or which one stuck with you. And I think I'm going to know the answer because there's a couple stories in here that are way more intense than the -the run-of-the-mill ones. But And this is a good opportunity to let you guys know that we did actually create a Facebook group uh, for you guys to interact, post your own personal experiences, uh memes whatever you want to do just kind of chat with the folks among the freaky deaky community uh chris and i are in there fairly often so you guys can make fun of us or whatever we talk with you guys we interact we love hearing from you guys and this is kind of a way for us to connect a little more with you we like hearing from you we like talking to you we're all kind of like-minded folks even if we disagree on certain aspects of reality join in go to the, go to the facebook page and then click on groups or whatever and it's i think it's just called TFD paranormal and unexplained but join in um it's not open to the public you have to request access but we will grant it to you as long as you behave Oh, behave so if if you don't behave we got some last words for you that's right ooh this next one is from miskatoniclin maybe i guess so i worked overnights in a nursing home for 16 years most deathbed scenes were tranquil but once i had this lady nearing death I was constantly in and out of her room, making sure she was positioned comfortably, etc. Every time I would come in, she would screech, They're coming for me! They're coming for me! She would point into the corner, which just looked like an ordinary corner to me. I finally just pulled up a chair and sat with her. Her last words were, They're here! And then screaming, No. Creepy. That's another one. They're here. They're here. You know, it makes me realize, too, how many people are really
1: afraid of taking that last breath. And yeah. Why do you think that is? I mean, so you, we can't just assume that these people's last words mean that they're bad people because mm. most people aren't bad
0: people. There's a lot of people that are afraid of taking that last breath. Yeah, there was one. I I didn't throw in the episode because again, it was more wholesome than anything. But it was this. We don't do wholesome here. I know. Yeah, very few and far between. But there was one that said her this lady's friend of 44 years or something like that was uh, a lifelong atheist. And then about six months before he was, he was about to die. He really got into like the afterlife and looking into the afterlife and shit like that. (laughs) And to the point where he was excited because he was dying. And so that's probably why he started looking at all this stuff and where he was dying. And he was convinced that there is an afterlife. And he told his friend, he was like, I think his last words were something along the lines of, I'm so excited to die and I will find a way to prove to you that I'm still around. And so this guy passes away and that night the the lady goes home or whatever and she's sitting in her living room. I forget what it is. Like she either like grabbed something that was his off the counter or something like that, or did something, had a thought and like the light in the living room turned on. Then turned off and then turned on, and turned off, and turned on and off again. When she said hi, Dan, it turned off for good. And she was just like, That was all I needed. He found a way to to let me know there's there's another side that he got there safely. So like that is what I don't get is ghost twinks. I need you to stop saying ghost twinks, all right? Winks, um, winks. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I don't get is that the the whole afterlife thing, like you everything you hear is right, like heaven, hell. Right? Both of these are gated communities. You know what I mean? What's the in-between area? There is no in-between. Is there, is there like a waiting room? No. The, they're just they, like sitting around like, oh, oh, my number got called. Finally. Now, here I am, God. Yeah.
1: Let me let me ask you this. This sounds like it's not going to be important, but let's, let's hear it. You're a religious person. Yes. God, why would God make gated communities? He'd be like, you're all welcome. And then there's some people that they aren't really human to begin with. That soul comes from a dark place. They don't get to come here. I mean, it's kind of gated, but... You can, you, it just doesn't like the gated part of heaven and hell
0: sounds very human to me. Sure. But at the same time, let's picture cloud city, right? In star Wars. Why not? Let's use this. If you don't have gates up or something like that, people are just going to wander off into the, the nethers. They're just going to walk off in the back. Oh, is this the way to the fancy ball? We're talking about a supreme being. Wow.
1: Why Mm. would these, why would he not plan for that? What's wrong with gates, dude? Well, you can't have gates. I mean, not when it's like afterlife. Why? There's stuff outside. The, there's nothing outside the
0: gates. Why would you want to get outside the gates? You know what I mean? Because they want you to think nothing's outside the gates. I don't think you understand. No, that's okay. Who cares? Gates. It's not like it's a gated community. You said, said it was a, g- gated. Yeah, I said that in jest. Obviously, you know, but you hear the you gates s- of hell. But, but you when you say hell. it like that, is you're like, you know what? You're right. It is gated. And that
1: doesn't make sense.
0: It's a way in. It's I uh, I don't know. I don't, I personally don't subscribe to the idea of heaven that everyone else subscribes to, or like, I don't know what it looks like. You know, you know why? Because I haven't seen it. Uh, We're not supposed to. I haven't seen it. So I have no
1: idea. I always find it fascinating that people are so focused on that stuff
0: sometimes that they forget to live. It's kind of sad. Like, I want to see these gates. Damn it. Yeah. But what's these, what's these gates all about? Huh? Now, my, I think, I don't know, I'm not even going to get into the like the fully religious aspect of it, but I, I want to say there is tears of heaven. Not like crying tears, but like, you know what I mean? Like, almost like a MLM where you're like, I was this good, so I'm in the top tier. i mean, got my dream Lamborghini. I don't know. We've had tears of hell since Dante invented them. That's so true. Why I mean, can't we have tears of hell? Fantastic read, by the way.
1: No, it's not. I've tried. Really? You don't like Dante's Inferno? If you actually read it. Yeah, that's reading stuff
0: from back then is a well, lot it's hard. It's, yeah. It hurts your brain. Sure. But it's a fascinating story. Is that better? True. It is a fascinating story.
1: It's it's sad that that is what everybody views hell as. Yes. When hell is just a
0: waiting area. What if hell was not? Anyway, I'm going to stop right there. This next one is the one that is a little demonic, if I'm being honest with you. It's very creepy, dude. We love demons. It's very creepy. And I want to hear everyone's uh, thoughts on this. So if you're in the Facebook group, share them. Or if you're listening somewhere, share it or comment. You know, you guys know how phones and technology work, right? Do I really got to explain it? I don't. But here I am. You don't. If they can figure out podcasts, they can figure out all the rest. Quite a lead-in for that scary story. It better live up to the hype. Watch it doesn't. Say I was a hospice nurse for many years. Super gratifying job for a nurse, surprisingly. As a regular nurse, you are rarely offered thanks. Hospice nursing is an island unto itself. Mostly peaceful. Lots of times sad, often a blessing. This is sad, but also creepy, and I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't seen it myself. I had a 20-year-old kid gang member who was dying of primary liver cancer. Super unusual, aggressive, and terminal. He was angry at the universe. His family was there to comfort him, but he literally spit in their faces. Every ounce of energy he had left was angry and mean and ugly. His mom would beg him to lighten up and to accept Jesus into his heart. He would swing at her and tell her to F herself. The family remained bedside in hopes he would chill out at the end. His last day, hours, moments, he was angry. The family called me into the room and told me they thought he was going. He wasn't responding, shallow breathing, eyes glossy, and skin cold, the end was imminent. His lovely mother, in her deepest attempt, whispered to him to go towards the light, to her Jesus. With his dying breath, he opened his eyes, looked at her, and said, F your Jesus. A second or two later, he slowly turned his head to the left and got the most horrific look on his face as if he was looking at something we couldn't see, and horrified, like in a bad movie. His face contorted and he screamed with his last breath, eyes wide, oh shit, oh shit, oh no. Then made a guttural noise and promptly fell back into the bed and died. Every family member was shaking and too frightened to speak, and I left the room and took two days off. I don't care if I never find out what he saw. hmm mm, now nah, that gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it man that's cold dude i don't know i have no idea but being in a room and hearing that and witnessing that i would not sleep the same ever again i had to have like 16 nightlights on at that point i might as well just turn on the bedroom light i maybe he got what he deserved maybe but that seemed that seems really weird i mean i guess gang members or whatever like they a little more hood than us they well, a little more they have a know. lot of trauma in their lives that is true. too so who knows how i mean but it's weird even in your dying moments like i try to convince my dad of this all the time I'm like your dad just if you're close to the end there just say hey you know what sorry sorry, my bad if god is really out there or whatever let's get in the good path here let's head head home you know but just as like a hail mary last thing why would you sit there and be like there's definitely no god and i'm going into the afterlife with this like stubborn attitude you know sometimes it's it
1: is a fair a. fair I don't know if fair is the right word. It is. Some people don't experience any good in life. So mm. how are they gonna have the faith that something better or the may come or the pain may stop or the suffering may stop if yeah. if you have trauma from basically, you know, the day you're born. If you live in a place where a lot of people become gang members and then your mom who obviously I I don't want to put the blame on the mom, but you're living Mm. in a a place where things are rough. You may not believe in that stuff. And then what you see in your last dying breaths, whether it's there or not, you know, the darkness, when you're saying F Jesus, the darkness is there. So Mm.
0: it just seems like a weird way to go out. You know what I mean? It's just like even to your mother, like even if they fucked you over or whatever, like when you say like that, there's a level of responsibility with dying words, especially around family and stuff like that, because that sticks to them forever. Maybe that's what he wanted. And that end memory is going to stick with him forever, too. You know, it's people are strange. Think about how fucked up his mom was after that. Like after witnessing that and then she goes home, silent house, sitting there thinking about that, how messed up that would be. You know, that's what? I don't know, man. It's just, it just it shook me pretty bad when I read that. I'm like, ooh. Like not even just the religious aspect, but the fact that he, I mean, obviously the religious aspect, he immediately rejected it turned to his left and was like, oh, bad decision. Oops. You know, which is kind of what you read about in places, but it's, you know, that's not what we're here to talk about. It's just creepy, man. It's a creepy, creepy story. It's not a good way to go. Definitely not. I think we should balance that with a story of angels. We got a couple short ones after this, but this one is from Ostanza angels in the room. This afternoon, my wife and I were just remembering an amazing friend of mine, Kevin, who died a little more than 18 years ago. We did the math and realized that the son he left behind is now the same age that Kevin was when he passed, which gave me pause to say the least. Kevin died from a recurrence of the same type of cancer that had shown up in him while he was still in his teens. The same cancer had also taken his father... Also at the age of 34, when Kev was just about the same age as his kid. He was a warm, funny, kind, no bullshit guy who had zero capacity for flowery talk or mysticism. He was a real cash and carry kind of dude. What's a cash and carry kind of dude? I imagine you don't use cards and you carry a gun. Whatever you want to attribute to that. That's what I get from the term cash and carry. Unless you listen to Johnny Cash and he carried around uh, a guitar. No. A plant, Christian. We have to make it weirder than a guitar. If it was Johnny Cash carrying around a plant, that's obviously a weed plant. Hmm. That's relevant. So you'll understand why his last conversation with me has comforted me for nearly two decades. I went in to visit him at the hospital on what ended up being the final day of his life. When he and I were finally alone, he leaned over to me and said, Stan... There have been angels in my room on and off since just before sunrise. I asked him if he thought it was the morphine, which normally he would have been the first to suggest. He said, no, I'm not fucking with you, buddy. I'm not talking about feeling angels or anything. There are actual angels who keep coming into my room. I asked him if they're frightening and he replied, no, they're actually making me calm the fuck down a little bit. He passed later that evening. You know, I've always had and still have doubts about there being anything after this life. And of course, the pragmatic part of my brain recognizes that it certainly could have just been the medications he was taking or or some further metastasis to his brain. But if I'm
1: big words and I'm
0: like, damn, dude, got the, the word of the day calendar locked and loaded on this one. But if I'm being honest about what my gut tells me or my heart, there were angels in my friend's room. Mm. Nice way to bring back some chill vibes after that crazy encounter we had moments ago. I like that. I always like the angel stories, you know? I don't don't think they're biblically accurate angels, because that would be terrifying if someone saw that. They'd be like, oh, fuck, what is that? Why is it coming at me? Why does it have millions of wheels for eyes? But this one was heartwarming. I just wonder, like, what what are they doing? Like in the other plane, are they just walking in, like, checking up on? Yep, yeah, this one will be here soon, and I'll be right back and I go take care of some other stuff, and I'm coming back in. And, yep, there he is. I don't necessarily believe in angels. Surprise, hmm. surprise. But wow, really? Um, ooh,
1: hot takes. Yeah, but if we saw people that came to help us pass on, we would think they're angels, and in hmm. yeah, in some way they would be angels. You yeah, don't, they'd be angels. Sure, you don't need the. The wheels and the eyeballs to tell you they're true angels if they're doing something The four foreheads, the four
0: faces or whatever, the 15 different wings. They go different directions. Proof. Ancient people did psychedelics. Or proof that there was a couple of mock-up drafts from the old man upstairs on the angels. He's Mm. like, is this terrifying? And Adam's down there like, holy shit. No, put it away. Oh my gosh. he's He's like, like, what about, well, I'll just make it look like you and I'll put wings in a halo. Is that cool? he's like, yeah, that works out.
1: That just reminded me of that. TikTok, those two TikTok guys that do God and Angel, mm. deciding
0: different. Oh yeah, <laughs> Very good, very good. All right, this next one's from Fuzzbuster. What's Not, that mean? It means that he busts fuzz. Oh, of he's course. a housekeeper. There you go. Not a medical professional. But my dad was dying at home and had been pretty out of it for a few days. The few times he was conscious, he would talk about all the people in his room and that they were climbing the walls, staring at him from under the bed. Generally crazy shit. The last thing he said before the end was to my sister. He said, are you going to bury me today? Totally fucked all of us up. He died the next day.
1: No, dad, it takes a week to get that yeah. shit at the earliest. No, dad, we're
0: burying you tomorrow. Yeah,
1: I have an appointment this <clears throat> afternoon. We can't do this. Oh, do it me like this.
0: This is the last one here. Then we'll kind of close her out. It is from Medic 1947. I'm a paramedic, an elderly woman, CC a dizziness, grabbed my arm and asked me to tell the man with no head to get off her dresser. She coded immediately, immediately after from NSR to a systole. I do I am not a paramedic or medical professional for anyone wondering. Anyway, this is a person um, that's like, I need to impress them
1: with the medical stuff yeah, instead of making the, it to where they need dummies, to know. Yeah. Dummies like us can understand what they're talking about.
0: There's three people that read that
1: were like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I know what he means.
0: Everyone yeah. else was like,
1: assist is like, assistance. Obviously, he's a paramedic. Yeah. A, a nurse would at
0: least explain it to, to us know. like we're dumb. This guy's too stuck up in his ways. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah. So from NSR to assist assist Holly, like someone snapped their fingers. A second one was a nine-year-old struck by a vehicle. He said, I see the line. Tell mom I'll be back. His eyes rolled back in his head, and he went into VTAC. We worked him all the way to the hospital and for another 40 minutes in the trauma bay before he passed. Tell, Tell my mom I'll be back. He had just watched Terminator the day before. Some
1: <laughs> did, shit. No. did he that's... say it in an Austrian accent?
0: I was like, I'll be back. And that would be cool. His mom's like, damn it, Timmy. No, that's very <laughs> macabre of us to joke around about the death of a nine-year-old boy. Your
1: dad's been <clears> letting <throat> you watch those PG-13 movies. I don't know if they had PG-13 when that Terminator came out, but I don't think so. I think they had it, but I think it, was, it wasn't rated PG-13.
0: I don't even remember what the first Terminator was rated. Uh N C seventeen. No. Yeah, he took out his robot wiener. When he appears, uh, uh you, he's sitting there. Do you was I watching something else? No. Sh- oh, de- you know what? you put your hand on my butt. I just
1: <laughs> yeah. I just figured out what your last word should be after that comment. Delete my browser
0: history. That's always a funny one. Like, they can't know. They can't know that I was really into Neopets. Who wasn't? I don't even remember what Neopets were, but it sounded like it'd be a funny reference. Gigapets, do you remember that? I do. Tamagotchis? Mm-hmm. Mm. I only know them because I
1: had kids. I've kept my Tamagotchi alive for 30 damn years. You know what we did back in in, in the old days? Drugs. We had real pets. Oh. And then we ate oh. them. Bessie was tasty. Bessie is your cow. She was my cow. Puts its hand on my butt. Bessie didn't have hands. <laughs> Puts her hoof on my
0: butt. It was udders. That would be a little demonic. Wow. Puts, puts its <laughs> Never mind. We're going to stop it right there, guys. Don't need to know any more information on that. And it's going to be okay. We'll all get through this together. I don't know, man. This is a fun episode, but it's also one of the, ones that, one of the episodes that kind of just upsets me because we're not going to know. Like Alfred Hitchcock said in the beginning, we're not going to know until we pass that line ourselves. This is the difference between you and me you don't give you, a shit yeah I know, you want to know,
1: know. and i'm like whatever man there's like whatever bruh
0: okay yeah. Sarah Sarah. whatever will be will be that's right um yeah i don't know i just have a very active mind and it, it likes to ponder things but
1: i would say there's a slight chance you could be there at my end mm. i may some, say something different then like can you tell the man without a head to get off my dresser and i'll say yeah i'll pass that right along in the way you know it's funny going back to that part of the story is like she's worried about someone being on her dresser and he doesn't have a head i
0: know like get him off my dresser, not get him out of my life forever yeah or it's a fucking demon yeah get him out. i'm going to hell
1: she's like get, just get him off my dresser yeah i don't care what happened he can to his stay head on the
0: floor but yeah. i just dusted that that dresser for prints yeah yeah my, my dresser is only for people who have heads that's right yeah, it's posted right there on the front. Can't you read? No, uh, good times. Well, that pretty much does it. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I know this was an interesting one for me to put together because it was kind of, uh, we haven't really touched on stuff like this. No, we haven't. And, and I really love the themed episodes. The themed episodes are fire, man. Yeah, they are fun. But they're so good.
1: I I, I will always probably make jokes oh, about, about not st- believing stuff. No, about stuff like like we're joking about death only. Well, that's mm. really weird. So I do have a
0: sense of humor. It's just a little weird yeah your sense of humor is pretty macabre <laughs> it's and i have probably one of the most macabre sense of humor in the entire existence of humanity and i even i think yours is a little dart of my wow man but, but I, that was a little demonic yeah but in my but i'm not like that i don't think at all no that's what's hilarious is <laughs> i actually am like that and my sense of humor is very goofy and and off the wall and weird yeah, I, I always make the joke that nuclear bombs could be fallen, the end could be near, and I'll be making jokes out of it. Yeah, it's not a bad way to live, Christian. It keeps things light. And if you'd like to keep things light, let Jesus into your heart. No, I'm just, you don't have to. I'm not here to shove my religion down anyone's throat. That's Christian's job. But I think that wraps it up. And I think next week we have a fun one because Christian's going to be going into. Bridgewater Triangle. Wow. The absolute (laughs) lack of of just delivery. Wait. I was like building up. I was a hype man. I was like, what are you doing? You're like, the Bridgewater Triangle. The Bridgewater Triangle. Good night. I was like, wait, do I remember the title? (laughs) I know. Yeah. I was going to say the Flatwoods Monster. I was like, that's not the one, Scott. But yeah, so in the meantime, leave us those voicemails, 801 51 Send in your stories to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com if you want to be in our listener story episodes that come out. And if you want to find us on social media, find us at Pod on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, threads, and at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. Slide into the DMs if you're feeling like a little degenerate and share your stories that way as well. What if you're a big degenerate you they're welcome to uh, in the meantime again if you want to help the show go binge through the entire YouTube catalog it helps us reach that once we reach monetization I'm gonna stop bitching about it I promise but and, and we're gonna produce much more a lot more, more comment, lot c- more. comment com- content and comments probably will they'll go hand in hand but yeah let us know your thoughts tell us your favorite episodes join the Facebook group we will see you right back here next week on the frinky dinky. Goodbye. Cheers.